0: Want to know more about cryptocurrency? Well, you're in the right place. This is Crypto Unplugged. A fact-based, straight-talk, and no-nonsense look into the world of cryptocurrency. We discuss trading strategies and market advice, review up-and-coming projects, and more. And we've got years of experience and knowledge that can help new and seasoned investors become more confident and comfortable navigating the cryptocurrency landscape. You can also find us on Twitter at AskCryptoWealth, Dr. Crypto, and Decode Bitcoin. But now, let's get to the podcast. Here's your host, Dr. Crypto.
1: Hello, and welcome to Crypto Unplugged. The show where we talk straight with no bullshit. I'm your host, Dr. Crypto. Today we're going to talk how our regular guests, the TA Wizard Crypto Wealth, Decode Bitcoin and I got into crypto. We'll also discuss what's happening this week in the markets, investment strategies, and we'll discuss also some new projects that are coming up uh, and are launching soon. We're going to also uh, select a few questions from our Twitter followers and give you some insights into those questions. Our regular guests and hopefully they're going to be a feature with us um, you know for the upcoming episodes throughout the, this podcast series we've got crypto wealth he's a technical analyst with a bit of a detailed eye on market trends what's going on crypto wealth yeah i'm good how are you doing you all right i'm good i'm good and decode bitcoin who pursues financial news and latest crypto trends what's going on decode
2: oh, i'm good i'm good man it's been a good day
1: OK, fantastic. So, look, first of all, let's just get straight into it. Yeah, because there's been quite a few questions coming from some of our Twitter followers. You know, when we are uh, sending out these tweets related to launching this pod- podcast and um, in particular, one particular follower. I'm just going to give you his name. Um, he asked us, um, what's, uh, how do we get into crypto? okay so what 's your background? How did you get into crypto? Uh, what made you get into crypto and um, just generally why did you you know why did you make the sudden change from normal employment to full time crypto? Let me ask decode first uh,
2: okay um, well for me personally uh, it came at bitcoin came at a uh, a perfect time for me because I was at a crossroad where I was looking for something different. And uh, then I stumbled uh, stumbled upon uh, Bitcoin in around 2016 for the first time, but it wasn't so convincing. But 2017, uh, it, it started to make more sense to me. Um, yeah, so like, it was it was a great time for me because I was looking for a new uh, a new challenge or something something else something else to like segue into. And uh, then, yeah, then I stumbled across. Yeah, then my friend uh, put me on Bitcoin. And then uh, it's been, yeah, and it's been history ever since, you know.
1: Okay, so Decode, I mean, what is it? What is it that convinced you about? cryptocurrency and what was the first project can you remember the first thing that you invested in
2: yeah the first thing was uh, xrp (laughs) so i didn't have the greatest financial advisor (laughs) but yeah yeah. yeah, the first thing i I went into was uh, xrp but initially it was more the returns i mean i can't lie (laughs) initially when i saw the returns that my my friend was making and people around me were making then i thought like that's that like perked my interest you know and um and then uh, after that, then I started to look into it. Then uh, once I looked into it, then I understood what Bitcoin was. But once I really started to understand what Bitcoin was, it was more 2018, um, probably like mid-2018. And that's when I took it more seriously, once I understood what it was. But initially, it was more the returns and the gains. That's what it was initially.
1: Okay, fair enough. And what about you, uh, um, Wealth? How did you get into it? Well, um Similarly,
3: I, I heard about it in um, 2017 uh, from one of our mutual friends, um, but I didn't really. You know, the the information I got it wasn't really convincing. It was it was just like because I have a, I'm a I have an IT background. The person said to me, "You have an IT background, you'll understand it," but I didn't. So so um, I I just left it. But what really got me into Bitcoin was Decode Bitcoin. To be honest, <laughs> it was Decode. I was on holiday in Malaysia, and uh, after I got back because we, we used to work together, um, I got back and I remember Decode said to me, um, uh, "I've I've uh, I've gone into cryptocurrency, you know I've invested in cryptocurrency," and I was like, "I just stopped there because I know I know him well, and I know uh, Decode he doesn't do anything at all generally, like unless it's something that really <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, unless it's something that's really good." You know, yeah. he, he's, he's that sort of guy that he, 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 he won't do anything. So as, as soon as he said to me, look, I've done, uh, you know, I've, I've made some accounts on uh, Kraken, Binance, Coinbase, that sort of stuff. I, I, just, I just said, wait a minute. I went straight into my office. I made the same accounts. And uh, from there, I just started learning uh, and, um, you know, and we're here today.
1: Okay. So what about, what, what memory do you have? What did you invest in initially?
3: well the first uh, the first coin i invested in was uh, ada um that was the first purchase i made um uh, but obviously it was a lot higher uh, back then you know it was just coming off its all-time high um
1: so that was my first purchase was ada yeah okay good and um you know since that time i mean i just assume yeah and i do know this because obviously you got you were the ones who got me to crypto as well but you guys got into crypto and you started investing at the end of the last bull market. Yeah, that's right.
3: Yeah, at the end we're, of the last, yeah we're we got in the in, worst time. <laughs> <laughs> we we got in the uh, we got in the time where we you know uh, the hype was there. Twenty uh, Bitcoin hit twenty thousand. I think when we got in, it, Bitcoin was around twelve fifteen thousand, and on its way down. We didn't know anything, so we, we assumed the price
2: is going to carry on going up. So, you know, it was the worst possible time that we got in, but... You know and uh, yeah, and the and the guy that was uh, guiding us, he was so inexperienced he didn't know nothing about market market cycles, and he was just telling us that this is going to continue like mooning for 2018, so we kept putting them, putting money into putting money into that ecosystem, and uh, yeah, that's why it was it's just the wrong guidance, you know, so we didn't really understand the market market cycles then, but obviously now we you know we know much more about the market, so we won't make the same mistakes, but yeah, two thousand eighteen two thousand nineteen well that's some really tough times for us.
1: Okay, good. And just to give a listeners a bit of an insight as well, both uh, um, Wealth and Decode, um, we were all colleagues and worked at the same company. And um, the two of them, they got me into crypto as well, because they got into crypto earlier. And um, can you remember, guys, when uh, we used to go out on Thursdays, and um, we used to go for a smoke, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) that That place... on top of that roof, it used to be hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, but the thing is, I remember like, um, wealth when you asked me, you go, Have you heard of uh Bitcoin? and I said, Yeah, I've heard of Bitcoin. Um, actually, I heard of it a few years back, but the point is, you know, we used to get these emails and stuff like uh invest in Bitcoin, and you think, you know, what's all this about? It's just uh, how can you electronically pay for something? So I misunderstood it until you guys explained it to me, and um. You know, what got to me basically was the concept of scarcity with Bitcoin and mining. So I remember also when I asked you, uh, Decode, you know, if you can give me some like videos and stuff. And you recommended a Netflix uh, um, documentary, yeah. uh, Banking with Bitcoin.
2: Yeah, and also yeah? the Murad in- Murad uh, interview on YouTube. The Murad and Pompliano yeah, interview.
1: Yeah, yeah absolutely yeah absolutely and so you know just watching those things really convinced me as well but the funny thing is look guys looking back at that time as well and when you were investing i started investing as well there was a few other people around and uh, they would invest as well but you know just generally what happens uh, and it possibly could happen at this time as well where some people invest and then they see a dip and then they suddenly lose heart and they give up Um, wealth what's your experience with this
3: sorry yeah we had a we had a, a group of us i think uh, when me and decode first started there was maybe about three now maybe four or five of us were investing in in cryptos but what you have to understand we it wasn't like a bull market we were seeing our portfolios every month you know going uh, decreasing in value losing a lot of money and a lot of people don't have the if you don't understand this is why i will say if you don't understand what you're getting yourself into you're going to fold you're going to give up and because i think the others with us they weren't they weren't really invested in in the you know in the technology in the actual um ethos behind um cryptocurrency so w- once they saw their portfolios going down i they they gave up and it was only me and uh, decode who actually well, were here today we continued
2: Yeah, if I if I if I can touch on that too, uh, uh, because Wealth was our manager. He was like the manager of like all of us, and yeah, remember remember at that time. And a lot of people, uh, me and Wealth used to put in hours every day looking to the markets and bouncing things off each other, but. Everyone else that got onto it were just relying on mainly wealth information. You know, they would like look up to wealth. (laughs) Everyone would look up to wealth. So wealth would just tell them, okay, (laughs) listen, buy this and sell this or go into this project, go into that project. So they didn't really believe in it. So once that bear market hit us and hit us hard, they all gave up. Like everybody gave up. Like the four or five people that were convinced initially, they all gave up. But the only people that like stood, uh, stood there, was uh, and uh, continued were me and Wealth because we were putting consistent hours in every day. You know, every day, like looking up the news, watching videos, Twitter, all sorts.
1: No, I still remember because Wealth, I can remember once that actually you uh, set me up with a Kraken account. Yeah, in your office, you are a manager um you know i mean quite a decent manager what do you reckon decode and
2: um
1: now but the point is that you know he started showing us charts and stuff you know what i mean like technical anal- analysis at that time as well and even look, like, looking from a simplistic perspective as well looking at the graphs you know from previous bull markets and coming into it right now Uh, And seeing how, for example, 2017-18 bull market and in comparison to those things, from a long-term investment perspective as well, just rationally makes sense as well in terms of investment. Um, Which is interesting. But you know what it is? The the good thing is that you guys actually convinced me at the right time because it was like March 2019 and Bitcoin was $3,900. Okay. And that's where I made my first purchase. It was Bitcoin. Uh, one whole Bitcoin, um, thankfully, at that time, so a good opportunity.
0: This is Crypto
1: Unplugged. Um, what we're going to do now is basically segue onto some other, um, another part of the show where we're going to talk about um, technical analysis. Okay, now look, this week has been interesting in particular because we've seen Bitcoin. Um, you know, go to an all time high, you know, between 61 to $62,000. And it's also come down to around 54 as well. Just over the last hour, last couple of hours, we've seen a spike again. And, um, you know, I just wanted to ask you a few questions in particular. Um, Wealth, you know, can you remember the tweets that were going out since um, last month, I could say probably two or three weeks, we sold at 57,000, you know, generally a lot of our portfolio streamlined into this, so how did you know that was the level, and and also why is it that you told others to be careful at sixty one?
3: You know, yeah. So the, the key thing it wasn't. Look, I didn't know that fifty seven or fifty eight definitely there was going to be a, a huge crash, but it's just probabilities because um, you know twenty nine thousand was the last uh, sort of bottom area, and we got to fifty seven, we got to fifty eight. I saw. The main things I look out for is, is obviously um, support and resistance. That's the main, main thing. And at 57,58, we were also hitting, hitting big divergences, you know, divergences, meaning prices going up, momentum's going down. And, and on the, not on the smaller time frames, on the weekly time frame, which is, which is uh, you've got to take that seriously. So for me, it was just a good point to take profits, because yeah, it could have gone up a bit more, but I was comfortable that it's not going to go up too much more. And then I I will have a chance, or we'll have a chance to buy, buy again, uh, you know, like we did, at, you know, a lower lower price. Um, so that was the main thing um, for your first question: is how I saw um, the 57, 58 range, the sixty-one range. The reason I, I tweeted out "Don't buy this this uh, area" is because again, w- the volume going up was very weak. So I I I didn't, th- I wasn't convinced that this was going to last, and we would have another pullback. Uh, and again divergences in volume and um you know this this was the key thing so and again we we broke down to 50 i can't remember 54 i think it was and um yeah so i and now yeah the market is interesting it's it's uh, breaking uh the weekly on 58 if it holds i think it's uh, going to be good for for bitcoin in, in in the future so we just have to see now if this support level holds i think support and resistance is really important uh, that's 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 one of the key things
2: yeah, the way the way the way uh the wealth is calling tops and bottoms, uh, me and Doctor are convinced that he's a real Satoshi. <laughs> yeah. I know that, you know that, you know, to be honest with you,
1: although the timeline doesn't make you know sense much yet, yeah, but I'm convinced as well. I don't know how, but yeah, yeah, definitely a real Satoshi. It's um, it's just
3: uh, just divergences. That's the That's the main thing I look at.
1: So, you know, just to make everything clear, yeah? Look, first of all, Wealth, you don't have a crystal ball. Definitely yeah? not, no.
2: <laughs> and you uh, sure? Are you, <laughs> are the you sure? <laughs>
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and the one thing I'll say, look, uh, one thing I will say, look, you know, uh, 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 TA, it's just probabilities. You know, sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong. And I will never say that TA will tell you exactly where we're going. Uh, you know, uh, so you just have to work with what you have and... I think I've just been, you know, maybe it's been lucky over the past few calls. But these are the things, just take things. I would tell every new investor, just look at things in the long term. Don't worry about too many short-term price fluctuations. These things happen. We're in a bull market. So, you know, the future is is good.
1: Okay. And what about your, uh, you know, view in terms of the outlook for next week's markets? Where do you think it's going to take us?
3: Well, the thing is, like I said, I always said 57 uh 58000 is a key level which is testing right now if we hold that as support you know uh, meaning that it goes above the level and then uh, it doesn't really go below 57 uh, 558000 and that becomes a solid support then i think we can get get to 70000 or, or, or you know a rough figure as we get closer we'll we'll know more but you know it breaks it will it could you know break the previous all time high of 61 and possibly go to you know 70000 area but again, I think we're in a, we're in a, a really good time at the moment and um alts as well. I think alts will start to fire altcoins. So, um I just think it it's a it's a good time and I think people shouldn't panic and don't chase uh you know like like I wouldn't buy right now for example. It's a, it just spiked I think
1: $1000. Let things calm down and then look for a good entry. Okay, so you know just following up from what you said in terms of alts, okay? So, do you really think? Because look, there's been a lot of hype about alt season. You know, um, do you think that alt season is really close now? And what are the indicators you use to, you know, just for our listeners to understand what really what indicates an alt season? So, for me,
3: uh, the main one of the main um, things I use is ETH. You know, ETH, uh, especially ETH BTC pairs, because ETH ETH BTC pair is like a mirror for all uh, other. Um, You know, uh, altcoins against BTC. So, what I've seen is uh, the ETH BTC pair has sort of bottomed or close to a bottom on the weekly, especially on the weekly chart. That's how you look at long-term forecasts. So, I I think either we have bottomed already, or we're very close to a bottom. And when that happens, and the ETH BTC pair starts running, you know, the alts uh, start start firing. It happened in Efi season. The same thing. It happened again a little while ago, not too long ago. Uh, I think it was in January. We, we had this uh, end of December uh, from January till about uh, March, uh, February. I think it was something like that. You know, we also, uh, you know, gained a lot. And I think we're going to have it again. And But this one could be a, a lot bigger. So
1: let's just wait and see. Okay, similarities to, you know, because I can remember um, when we're looking at, for example, the DeFi season, yeah, that happened over the sum- last summer. And now what similarities do you see?
3: Well, for the ETH BTC, it's reset uh, on, the weekly, on the weekly scale on both. So that's, that's one of the things I look at. And because it's a reset, there's not much downside to go. Even if it did go down by 5%, 10%, there's not much left. So you're rather, it's better buying alts because the probability is that it will go up. You can't go much further down. That's what, that's what I'm seeing at the moment. So whether it's the absolute bottom today or it was
1: last week, you're close, uh, so that's 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 what I would say. Okay, thanks for that, uh, Wealth. Look, uh, Decode. I'm going to ask you a few questions in terms of your investment strategies, and I think this ties in with one of our uh, one of the questions from one of our followers. Okay, so a nation that isn't broken but simply unfinished. At hi, Mum, it's not me. So, ask the question: If someone, this is a practical question for you, Decode. Yeah, if someone has only one thousand dollars to start with, where should they put it? All on one? Or spread among a couple, okay. And in terms of another couple of scenarios, uh, where would you put that money? In a high risk scenario or slow and steady scenario? Uh, it depends. Are they new to crypto? Possibly. Let's look, for example, okay. at someone who's a relatively new investor.
2: Yeah, if he's a relatively new and he doesn't know much about crypto, I would say I would say stay safe. I would uh, stick to like the top the top coins, so possibly Bitcoin. You know, definitely like start with Bitcoin. Or, or Ethereum, if he knows a bit more, he can like uh, branch out to like the polka dots or the chain links. Um, but yeah, if he until he like really understands the market and understand the different types of altcoins and how market cycles work and how to uh, what type of approach to take when investing, I would say stay, stay very safe. Stick with the king, stick with Bitcoin. That's what I would say. Until he learns. Oh,
1: okay. Now that's interesting because look, even coming, uh, following on from that question, look, wealth you've probably had so many relatives right now look we're in the middle we're coming up to a, we are in a bull market we're coming up to an old season full on yeah and decode you probably faced this a thousand times as well you're going to get people relatives okay who are thinking you're absolutely nuts yeah mad to invest in cryptocurrencies and stuff and what the hell are you guys doing but all of a sudden because the hype's coming in fomo's coming in what type of advice would you give look they say come look i've got two thousand three thousand dollars yeah chuck it into, uh, check into a project and uh, what what do I do? So, you know, from a new perspective of someone who's coming from a no coin uh, angle and they want to invest as well. So do you basically, um, wealth, what type of advice would you give?
3: So I've had a, f- a few friends and family, uh, uh, you know, w- with, the, with this kind of scenario. Now I, w- I would have to see w- what's the person's risk tolerance, you know, because with a $1,000 or $2,000, if you put it into dot, link, Bitcoin, Ethereum, you, could, you will make some money. Don't get me wrong. You might 2x your money, 5x or 10x by the end of the, of the bull run. That, you know, 1000 could get to $10,000. And people are happy with that. And if, if they're happy with that, that that's fine. Um, if you go into the lower risk or the lower market cap coins, yeah, you can make that extra 50 to 100x. But also, <clears throat> sorry, you could lose you could lose all your money. So that's the thing I would make clear to the to the person. And if, like like Decode said, if they're fairly new into into you know in, into cryptocurrency, I would go safe. Go go with the top you know dot link Ethereum Bitcoin, um, and uh, start there.
2: Yeah, I mean, I have I have my I have a strategy that I use for myself, and I share with people that are like um, that have been in crypto for a while, but they're only for like experienced uh, investors. And I do have a strategy.
1: Okay, go on. I'm going to come on to your strategy in a second, uh, Decode, yeah? Okay. Um, In terms of your particular investment strategy that you use in terms of what you would give to an experienced, uh, someone who's been in the community or the space for a while, right? Yeah. Okay. So just um, coming on to a few more of the questions related to um, some of the ones that the uh, Twitter followers have asked. In terms of someone who comes new, okay, what what's general suggestions would you give to some, someone who's completely new? And not in terms of only investing, yeah, like where to invest the money in. What general tips would you give? Okay, uh,
2: Decode. Dikol, do you want to answer? Or shall I give it to Wealth? I mean, for me, okay. Oh yeah, no, no I can answer. I was, uh, I didn't know if that was for me or, or Wealth. but um, for me, I would, uh, I would say just uh, they would have to like learn. Like, they could read the book, The Bitcoin Standard, by Sayyid That's a good place to start, and uh, subscribe to a lot of YouTube pages like Pompliano's or the podcast What Bitcoin Did, and just like learn about the market, learn uh, why uh, why people are investing in Bitcoin and um, and like the use cases for all the different types of cryptocurrencies and just really study, you know, before they invest. And once they uh, have like a basic level of understanding, they would know better where to park their money or where to invest their money. That's what I would say. I would just say, learn about, learn about the market, learn about Bitcoin and Ethereum and all these different types of uh, projects before um, investing their money. That's what I would say.
0: This is Crypto Unplugged.
1: Okay, now look, um, wealth cypherpunk okay concept what do you reckon about decode because you know when decode actually explains uh, cryptocurrency i think he's a bit of a believer in terms of the cypherpunk changing the system bitcoin <laughs> cryptocurrency change the world for a geopolitical perspective what's your angle on this what do you reckon decode? are you on the angle
3: i say good luck to him and i hope him. this you know all the success in the future. Hey, hey short the banks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For me personally, personally, I like. It's a good. It's a good story. Definitely, it's a good uh, outlook to have. But if I'm honest, and I'm honest with the listeners, I'm here to increase my wealth, and that's 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 the first and foremost. And after that, if it if it, if if uh, you know it does good for, you know the the wider community
1: and all that sort of stuff, yeah, it's great. Crypto unplugged. Okay, fine. Now, Deco, let's come back onto your question in terms of uh, your investment strategy personally. So, what's your personal investment strategy?
2: Yeah. Um well, for me, like I split into like three different sections, you know, so uh like so I look at the fundamentals first, so I have a fundamental approach, and then there 's a technical analysis, but I usually use Wealth for that, so if I have any questions, I would ask Wealth, and he 'll do all the technical analysis for me, and then I look at sentiment, you know so for example if i 'm looking at the fundamentals i 'm looking at the project i 'm looking at the industry that 's in the team, the white paper, you know funding, backing, which is very important. Um, and also uh the use case as well the use case uh, for the project and uh, for technical stuff, I use wealth, but then he would like, me information on like the price the volume liquidity um the rsi and the moving average all that kind of stuff but i just leave that to uh wealth and he gives me what information i need and finally i look at the sentiment you know so the risk risk versus reward the metrics uh, community sentiment and the future trends and stuff and um so once i look at all that type of stuff then i'll make a decision on where i want to go you know if i want to invest in this project or not. So, um, yeah, but a sentiment is very important. So, like the future trends and stuff, like that's how we spotted the DeFi and the NFT before people were talking about NFTs and DeFi before people were talking about DeFi insurance and stuff. And um, yeah, that's the strategy I use, you know. So, I look at those three things. And um, yeah, so that's how I invest in projects. Okay, look, this
1: is really interesting now because Decode, look, you touched on a couple of points there. Yeah. First of all, you're talking about fundamental analysis. Yeah, looking at on chain metrics, looking at project Mm. metrics itself. Team, you mentioned Mm. um, reputation, okay, um, real uh, utility for a particular project. But you touched upon trends Mm. here, yeah. And look, I remember personally, um, back in the days, a couple of years back, you mentioned about DeFi. And to be honest with you, at that that time, not many people knew about DeFi. And this is way before the DeFi summer, okay? And. Wealth's a witness to this issue as well. You mentioned a few projects that were coming out at the time, uh, Teller, um, Synthetics, and things like this, Cava. And we went straight into these, uh, um, uh, DeFi projects way before the DeFi. And look, thank you very much, D, Decode, for giving us advice because you we benefited a lot, definitely. And wealth, definitely. you could be witness yeah. to that as well, right? But, um, Yeah, and also the same thing in terms of NFTs as well. Before, you know, everybody had an understanding of a crypto kitties and things like this.
2: So, I mean, what, what, yeah. But, you know, you know it, it's not it's, it's, not that like, uh, it's. I mean, I understand what you're saying. There were like, De- DeFi existed before the DeFi craze happened, but it's just about um, understanding that there was going to be a rush in the DeFi sector. So anything that was DeFi related was going to get a lot of backing, a lot of investors and a lot of people were going to part their money there. Um, that's just what it is. It's just understanding that the craze is going in that direction. So wherever the wind's blowing, that's where you put your money in. You know, you the, like now, For example, you see Gary Vee, all these musicians all tweeting, even Elon Musk tweeting about NFTs. So, you know, that's where the wind's blowing. So, NFTs, gaming and stuff. So, we just put our money in there just to get our returns. You know, just as investors, that's where we're going to go. You know, even if I don't care about NFTs, I don't care about NFTs whatsoever. But that's where the trend is and that's where the trend was. We saw this like five months ago. We've been investing in NFTs for the last five, six months. But because we knew this trend was coming. You know, so uh, but now you see it, so that's where I put most of my money into NFT and gaming projects just to get the returns. You know, I don't care about NFTs so much, it's it's not that much interest to me, but um, just as, as an investor, I know that's where I can make the most gains, like as of now. You know,
1: see, that's interesting because the point that you mentioned there is you may personally not like, for example, NFTs or DeFi, or you may not really have a real interest in that, but you can recognize, for example, the sentiment. Or something which has a potential to blow, and it 's a matter of for, for example, investing in those particular projects or those trends before they actually
2: blow to uh, maximize your gains yeah yeah yeah, definitely, definitely, I mean yeah if you just look at the projects that we invested in our uh, wealth, even you yourself like you 've uh, pitched us projects that were like a dollar, like market cap, 2 million, you know, 2 million market cap. And now they're, now they're worth like thirty forty dollars dollars you know, and you were doing this from the DeFi craze, you know, from like last summer, <laughs> you understand, before people even knew what yeah, you know, yeah, what, yeah. what DeFi was, you know, you picked out uh, Zor and um, how many DeFi projects, you know, and even NFT projects too. So uh, yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. Let's look interesting insights in terms of your understanding of uh, sentiments and stuff. What about um, Deco? Just to give you, you know, just to ask you one last point about um, your understanding of uh, uh, market trends and things like this, or you know, things that are popping up in terms of the space. What about something new apart from NFTs and DeFi? um, Anything else that you've got or you've got your eye on?
2: Uh, You mean up and coming projects? Yeah.
1: Not projects, but trends in general. Oh, you know, people oh, are, yeah.
2: uh, I would look out. I would look out for insurance, insurance trends, um, because the amount of rug pulls that we've had in the yeah. DeFi sector for that to, for that to work, you know, insurance play has to work, has to work too. So I would look at insurance trends and also scaling but well, scaling has kind of happened already but that was another trend that, um, that was very interesting because uh, uh, gas fees were so expensive on Ethereum so any like layer 2 scaling solution was going to blow and you saw Matic and um, all these uh, layer 2 uh, projects uh, doing really well and even uh, even Ethereum alternatives, you know, it's already happened, but you saw smart uh, Binance smart Binance coin go through the roof because people needed a Ethereum alternative. Mm-hmm. And also Cardano, you know, Cardano just like did crazy returns just because Ether wasn't working at that point. So people are putting their money into uh, Ether alternatives. But I would say for now, like coming up, I would say look out for insurance. Okay, but I good. still do think that NFT and gaming will be the biggest trend of this year. But insurance you could probably make decent money on insurance this year too
1: okay now look uh, wealth um it's on from what um decode has said in terms of uh, these sentiments and things like that and actually investing in good projects and tying this into uh, questions from you know one of our uh listeners here so we're talking about for example low uh low caps yeah or high risk coins are they worth it or they're not worth it So we've got a question here from one of our followers, Colton O'Brien He's very active with us on uh, Twitter Um, Colton asks um, At Colton O'Brien How do you decide why a high-risk coin is worth it? Okay, obviously now everything is about to become overpriced shitcoins, but he says that the three of us managed to pick gems that rocket in value even without an old season. So what makes one small cap with fundamentals better than the next in terms of re- return of investment? Well, for
3: me, uh, like if we go back to when you decided, uh, when, when you told me about um, Zo, uh, you know, at that time, I remember you saying to me that Polkadot, uh, DeFi, um, you know, anything related to the Polkadot ecosystem was going to be big. And, and Polkadot, had a, uh, well, Zora had a very small market cap at that time. It, it was something like uh, a million or two million, and it was about $1.60. And, uh, you know, uh, Zora were, were also aiming to uh, launch Polkaswap, which uh, I think will come out soon. So you, I remember you looked at that project in detail and you had an eye for the trend, the latest trend. And then that project made sense because it had so much room to grow. And right now that coin um from $1 or $1.60 it was i think it went five five six hundred dollars and that's something that you you know I, I would say you and decode on on the trends and the projects are a lot better than i am I, I don't i i will never say that i i you know i i don't it's not that i don't care for it i've got you two to do that work <laughs> so it's easier for me that's <laughs> true <laughs> I, I can just look at the charts uh, and you guys you know uh are really good at hunting those gems and you know um Doctor, you've looked at, uh, you've got, I remember, Zor, XRT, uh, Darwinia, Ring, back in the DeFi season. Yeah, XRT. All, all of these ones that I remember you uh, say, I remember you uh, <laughs> when you say, I've got this project, and I remember you to say, just polka dot DeFi, Substrate. And we used
2: to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you know, that, that's interesting, because I remember he used to always say that, but it's polka dot and it's Substrate. So I, but I, it never clicked, but... That's how you have to look at it because that was in trend then last summer. It was all about polka dot substrate. That's what was going, and that was a smart move. But I didn't get it then, but I get it now.
1: Yeah, the same thing is. Look, you know, if we just take another case scenario, okay. Look, talking about trends as well, and and how these two situations they come in together as well. So it's like Dago, yeah. Look, when you go to Dago website, you've got some blocky Lego character, yeah, and you thinking like, you know, I mean, what the yeah why would i invest in something like this but the point is that was obviously built on polka dot it's a DeFi as well and they they went into nft because they saw something which was um you know something that they could build upon okay that's something like related dago and i think dago at that time was 80 cents or something isn't it it's something like that is it was yeah 80 cents around 80 cents yeah But even coming from that, looking at some of the fundamentals as well and look at the community as well, they still had a massive following, like more than 50,000 Twitter followers. um, Not to say that, look, following Twitter or, for example, Telegram groups, they could be fake as well. So obviously you've got to do due diligence as well um, in terms of looking at the team. When you say Decode.
2: A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Like I I try to stay away from A non teams, uh, generally. But looking at a solid team and the backers, uh investors and stuff, that's like very, very important to me. You know, especially the investors because most investors now, like you have all these venture capitalists investing in crypto and they have much more resources than we do when it comes to checking out um the potential of a team and stuff. So if a t if a com- if a project has like massive backers behind them, then I know they've done their due diligence. You know, like, I couldn't do a- anywhere near. I could just do a Google search, you know, LinkedIn or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But they like, yeah. they go deep in before they park part their money. So that's a uh, yeah, that's definitely something that I, I-, I look at. I uh, uh,
3: sorry, can you say something on that? I uh, just say, yeah, um, go yeah, like go uh, Decode. He just recently told me, uh, I think it was a f- about a week ago. No, week maybe a few days ago, about... Two projects, as Chain Guardians and uh, Happy, and uh, like for example, he, the same thing that he said they have good investors. You know, um, it's a, it's up and coming trend. So let's see how you know from now how how that progresses because that could be a coin that um, you know we've got in relatively early, low market cap. I think under ten million, something something like that, under ten million. Mm. So you know, and uh, when I say it's, when I say it's risky, sometimes I tweet it's risky going into a low market cap coin. What I mean by that is the price can fluctuate a lot. It can either go really high or you you can, you know, also lose your, lose your money um, really quite quickly. So these are the sorts of things that, um, you know, we have to look at in terms of low market cap coins. Uh,
2: you, you know, let me ask you a question uh, about that, Wolf. Because, um, you know, when we were investing in NFTs and there wasn't the hype then, the hype didn't exist then. And we would invest in Rari at $4 or $3 or rev uh, I'm not sure what it was but it de- but it definitely <laughs> dropped things definitely dropped, and when it dropped like when it dropped below two dollars, all we did was we just double down so what would you say to what would you say to all these uh new investors when they invest in a project and they think the chance up and coming or the contra- the, uh, the project has potential to fifty x but then it the price drops fifty percent. what would you say to them and then they, they end up selling
3: no I would uh, you know that's the thing I've like if you've got a bad entry, it happens to everybody, we all get bad entries. But if it, if it is something like, like, for example, Rari, I remember Rari when it first came out at a dollar, it went to three dollars, and it went back down to a dollar. I think now it's sitting at 40, 50 dollars. So yeah. if, if it's a project that has uh, potential, you've done your, you know, all your research, it's got good investors, the price drops 20, 30 percent, 40 percent, I would go in, uh, you, know, make your average cost cheaper. Uh, especially as we're in a, you always have to look at the wider, the bigger picture. We're in a bull trend, so it's not a bear market at the moment. So don't worry too much about that. If your coin has good backing, good fundamentals, yeah, you got a bad entry. You know, average your cost. You know, uh, dollar cost average go down, so your your entry price will be uh, better because in the long run, in a bull market, you'll probably you know make your money back and a lot more. To be honest. I don't, I wouldn't sell in a bull market, uh, in terms of. Uh, you know, getting frustrated and thinking I've lost, I'm, I'm selling, especially if the if the project is, is a good project. Uh, that's, that's the main, that's where fundamental analysis comes, where you pick good projects.
0: This is Crypto Unplugged. Okay,
1: so Decode, I'm just going to ask you a few questions now in terms of what uh, projects to look out for,
2: um, you know, for the coming one or two weeks. What have you got your eye on? um I personally i have my eye on uh, convergence finance and i i plan to put a big bag into this you know so convergence finance is a platform focused on tokenizing real world assets And turn them into security tokens. So, and they have like huge backers. If you go through their backers, they have like Hashed behind them, Almeida Research, um, Divergence Ventures, uh, who else is in there? DuckDials backing them, AU21 Capital, uh, Morningstar, Vendetta. Like they have a huge team behind them. Even though I know that people people have been trying to um, uh, tokenize robot assets for a while, but I don't think I've come across a project that has been backed. By so many big backers um, before the people uh, for a product that um, tried to like tackle this problem, so that's something that I'm I'm eyeing. I think the idea is on the twenty fifth, twenty fifth of yeah. March, and that's something I'm eyeing, and I'll probably put like a huge bag into that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's something I'm I'm definitely eyeing. That and also there's another one. What was that other one? Um, the other one was. <laughs> If you know to remind me. Was it Tidal? Yeah, Tidal's another one. Yeah, Tidal. Yeah, we got yeah we got yeah. to the pizza for that one, but that's like insurance uh, protocol based on Polkadot. Um, yeah, so it's uh, that that's the one I'm looking out for too. I think Tidal's coming out in like okay. a few days, right?
1: Yeah, no, I think they both coming yeah. out on the same date, twenty fifth. You have got the IDO on Pokestar for convergence and Tidal. I think the no, no, sailors and balancer. Just saying, yeah, so, it was on sorry, sorry, you uh, well, um, you've got some. If to... people can get into Pokerstar, I don't know if the lo- if the white
3: okay. is closed now. Maybe it is, I'm not too sure about that. But yeah, that, they're going. I I agree with the
1: decode. I think uh, the, 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 those projects are going to be big. Okay, so guys, you know, thanks a lot for um, yeah, participating in this podcast. We're going to be talking a lot more this Is our first podcast, uh, listeners, and um, hopefully, what we're going to do is we're going to take some of your questions for um next week as well. Look out for our postings on Twitter. Um, follow me at
2: Dr. Crypto. Wait, wait, hey, yeah, can I, yeah, can yeah. I ask you some questions? Doc? Hey, doc, I mean, to ask you some questions, <laughs> I was going to escape there. I was going to skip. Go on, go on, go on. Ask me, yeah. Uh, I was in my closet. Uh, you speech. know, i you know what, yeah. You've been <laughs> no. Okay, so you've been in crypto for how long? Like a uh, just over a year, right? No, 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 no. I've been longer than that. It's been since
1: Mar it's been it's, two years now. No, it's been two three years. years. Three
2: years, okay. Two, three okay. Years. Yeah, three I years. So. yeah, yeah. But like a year, yeah. a year and a bit like hard, right? Like four time Yeah, a
1: year and a bit hard, yeah.
2: Yeah, okay, yeah. For so time. um yeah, because uh we we've learned so much from you, even though we might have been in the game a bit longer, but we've learned so much from you. So I just want to know how you learned so much in that short period of time.
1: You know what it is? Basically it's anything, isn't it? That when you get into something and you gonna risk putting some of your hard-earned money that you work, okay, you know, when we were doing our day jobs back in the days, yeah. Um, and you wanna try to minimize your risk, isn't it? So Look, I'm a bit similar to you um, in terms of fundamental analysis. Yeah, I'm not too technical in terms of looking at. T- I can understand and read a chart, and I also refer to wealth. Obviously, that's why we call him T the A Wizard, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, yeah, it's just, <laughs> uh, no crystal ball, but just reading the charts, uh, complete wizardry. But the point is that look, we look at fundamentals. So similarly, it's like opportunities. When you got desperate, when you're in a desperate situation, and you're at a crossroads, like you face as well. This obviously tries to, uh, you know, instigates your thinking, isn't it? So you are forced to think about, forced to research and read about that. And it's also being at the right place at the right time and taking the opportunity as well. So what really happened is we got some very, very good breaks during a DeFi summer. And this is where, for example, XRT, Zor, um, Polkadot, Kusama, uh, Ring, Darwinia, Crew, uh, you know, loads of these projects that came out. But we obviously started to research about what the market trends would be or what would basically raise the sentiment and even then these projects i would say are not really at full capacity as well because like polka dot how we recognize how that would be uh flourishing i mean like gavin wood recently announced that you know they are still waiting for uh, hundreds of projects to come on before the parachains so you know it's just doing a lot of reading and researching and not really relying on anyone else as well you can rely on people that you trust in terms of information or people who are going to give you factual information but what i personally don't like is you know this moon moon boy talk like everything's going to go to a million mm. you know because it also basically plays with your sentiments as well so it's always the you know hashtag dior isn't it yeah do your own research <laughs> you to <gotta, you> <laughs> take a principle and try to apply it in all cases but you
3: know what it is uh Um, uh, doctor I think a lot of these guys these moon guys and these all this sort of stuff they probably have their own vested interests in in certain projects and certain things so this is where I think new people have to be a bit careful Uh, you know see what people uh, are are promoting all the time if it's the same old coin over and over again and if they're not uh, you know if they don't declare that you know they have you know maybe a big bag in that or something like this it's these sorts of things that I don't like um and and as soon as the price goes up it's like everybody buy it people need to get their head around when the price goes up you should be watching when the price is coming down that's when you should be buying and and i think it's easier said than done to be honest because it's the fear you know if price is crashing 20 30 percent you know your 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 emotions tell you i don't want to buy anything i don't know what's going
1: to happen so i think that that's the key for for especially for uh, new people coming into the space No, absolutely as well. And just to put a disclaimer there as well. So when we tweet, for example, gems or gem lists every month, I've got to just put a disclaimer here as well that most likely 50 to 60, maybe even 70 percent of the projects I have no interest in. Okay, Um, and this is something that I need to do voice out there because I remember a few questions on. On Twitter, asking me, "Do you have vested interest in these projects?" No, it's just looking, for example, to see what is likely to to go. I would love to invest in everything, but we can't. Uh, that's just the reality. But um, thanks a lot. Do you, you, got any, you got any other questions, Decode? Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Sorry, there's a one. one more question. Yeah, I, I I'm a director at Wealth, because um, you know you see a lot of people on Twitter shilling stuff: sh- this gem, that gem, this gem. What would you advise uh, for like newcomers into the game, like how to scale out of a project? You know so like a lot of people are telling you when to buy but not many people not many people are telling you when to sell so what advice would you give to new to newbies on um when they should like scale out yes. a project yeah. and how they like yeah what strategy Certainly now, if you
3: like i'm not going to go into anything in your technical analysis and stuff because many new people don't they they just they can't reach charts. so the thing is with uh you know you have to understand we're in a bull market right so scaling out is the hardest thing to do because uh you know you just don't know when when to do it. So what I normally do or where, what I used to do back in the days was if if my project if the project that I have has gone up uh, 2x or 3x, I would take my initial investment out. Um, you know, or take half of my investment out just to protect me. In a bull market uh, where we are now, maybe is you know, your project might go 10, 15, 20x and you might think to yourself, well, oh, "I should have waited." But to be honest, protecting yourself I think is is very important because Nobody knows when things are going to turn around and crash. So if your project does a 2x, a 3x, a 4x, maybe take your initial investment out or take half of your initial investment out. And this is how to, to scale out. So then it becomes risk free. And then uh, you're not really uh, tied to that project that much. And you, you don't really care if it goes up or down. You, you know, you become stress free, to be honest.
2: Yeah, because uh you, you see it, like, I remember in two thousand seventeen, early twenty eighteen, a lot of people made money, but they, they held on to their they had they held on their bags for so long. So they still have the same bags from twenty seventeen now. You know, so yeah, because they got too greedy.
1: Okay, guys, thanks a lot for this. Um I think that's we're gonna close it here. So just to recap, guys, um make sure you follow us, follow myself at Dr. Crypto47. Uh, That's my Twitter handle. We've got at uh, AskCryptoWealth for the TA Wizard. And for um, Decode, it's at Bitcoin. Okay, make sure you subscribe, spread the news. Like I said, this is the first
0: episode, Crypto Unplugged. Straight talking, no bullshit. Thanks for listening to Crypto Unplugged. We hope you learned something from this episode. For more information, check us out on Twitter follow Dr. Crypto at Dr. Crypto 47. For TA analysis, follow Ask Crypto Wealth. And for financial news and market trends, follow Decode Bitcoin. If you enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to like and review us. And thanks again for listening to Crypto Unplugged.